Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Producers. Uh, this episode is Daniel. Love Daniel. Trying to get this intro quick. A um, lot of behind-the-scenes, fourth-wall uh, stuff happening. So, um, his social media is in the description. Go see every Riot set, because that's the nights that we perform. A lot of my friends are in these shows, so go see them. They're great. Uh, Saturday, 8 o'clock. Um, his team, I believe, is Jensen. Um, other teams include Resident Ghost, Rodeo, and Detective, my team. Um, go see shows at the Coalition. Follow social media. Uh, my team has... Uh, I haven't even plugged this yet. It's crazy. Um, at Detective RVA. Uh, that's our team page. Go check that out. We're trying to be fun with that. Um, RVAComedy.com. At RVAComedy on social media. Hashtag RVAComedy. I don't think I've plugged the hashtag yet. Um, producers cast, social media, producerscast.com, at producerscast, producerscast at gmail.com, whatever. So much fucking bullshit. Uh, I don't think Daniel had any of their plugs. Um, let's go see shows. Go see his, go see his, um, I believe he said something in the episode about a show he had. I think tomorrow, oh, he's in a festival sometime this, this, this week, the week this comes out. Um, Murder Beach is his indie team. They have the coolest stickers. Um, I'll have to remember to get a picture of him with the sticker if I can. Um, that seems like enough. That seems like enough plugs. The plugs are there. Uh, do the plugs. Plugs. Plugs, Tom. Help. Stays on after practice. Didn't I did you? not. I saw her. She saw me at Kroger. Oh, she was like, Yeah, Dan got some wine. He got some wine. Yeah, dude. I was like, I need, I need to get some glasses, but I don't have any like, fancy glasses. I mean, we could just big ball it and drink it from the bottle. <laughs> I have my own cups. I mean, I figured you did, but you know. I don't, I don't want to assume if someone has cups or not. That's super offensive. Yeah, I think I have cups. I don't imagine cups, so we should have a lot. Mm. Was that a uh, little PS4 little thing I heard? Oh, yeah. My, my uh, tech sound is a trophy. Oh, that's true. Oh, comfy. It's funny, because I used to have a less comfy chair. Uh-huh. But... And I had that sitting in my living room, and I was like, 
why am I making people sit in a, like a, a chair? Like put you right at the edge of the chair. And it's just like, <laughs> let's get them, let's get them comfortable because I'm like I've been in this chair the whole time and it's mm-hmm. like a super comfy chair. Oh yeah, yeah, I bet. So it's just like, I'm glad you, I'm glad you pointed the chair out. No one ever points the chair out. Yeah, I mean, I figure you wanted someone to point it out at some point. So. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you said you did research. Who told you that? You, you told me that. Okay, yes. Like, like I, I need to listen to episodes. I know what question's not I bad. listened to a couple of your episodes. The um, whole thing? Or just like... Just like uh, so I'll, I'll admit I didn't listen to all of them straight through because <laughs> like, I was listening to them at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to look like I was just listening to that podcasts the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I was listening to podcasts the whole time I was working. Sure. But I also wanted to look at least sort of productive. I always say I never expect anyone to listen, so the fact that you even listened to them a little bit was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, when you, uh, so before you had invited me to be on your podcast, I hadn't listened to any. Sure. Uh, mainly because I wasn't quite sure if you had one or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I had heard through the grapevine that somebody on Tiny Bladders had a, uh, had a podcast. But I wasn't sure who it was. You probably heard about Casey's because he started one. He was like telling everybody about it. Yeah, the the Doctor Who parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, professor Doctor, of professor what? Professor of what? Yeah. Okay. It's funny because the f- only uh, twice has someone brought to my attention about the podcast. Yeah. Normally, whenever I ask someone to be on, I'm like, oh, I have this thing, or it just kind of comes up somehow. But like Jonathan Nelson was like, yeah, I heard about your podcast. Like you, he was the first one to ever. There was like thirty episodes in at that point. Yeah, so it was super funny. What episode is this? This is episode thirty-seven. 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 Yeah. Aaron is going tomorrow. She's repping tomorrow. Aaron from your house yeah. team. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Critier. 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 That's probably correct. It's the, the most it's French pronunciation for that last name. And then uh, Taylor O'Sullivan. Taylor O'Sullivan. Okay. Yeah. I'm now is this uh, is this a weekly thing or? It, it is a weekly thing, um, and it's funny. This one, this one, this comes out March second. Nice. I'm moving. May second. May second. Right. No, March second, twenty nineteen. This, this comes out in a year or a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we discovered time travel. Yeah, I'm using it to podcast efficiently. Right. Um, May second. Because I'm moving, so this is the second to last one that will be recorded in this space. Nice. And where are you moving? Uh, I know you're moving in, in with uh, Matthew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to, just on just just south of Carytown. Oh, nice. Like right across the bridge. Yeah. Ooh, you got a shoulder pop. Yeah, I'm gonna spill. Uh, potentially. <laughs> Don't you have a little um? Little little doohickey that you can like make it rise. I think so. This thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I didn't realize that that was a thing that I could do. <laughs> I haven't opened that. It's so funny. I bought this wine opener. Right. Um, and I thought I was buying a cheap one. Uh huh. Turns out that this cost more than the bottle of wine I was buying. Huh. I was like, I'm not doing too well. So for the audience at home listening, <laughs> I am currently attempting to op- to uh, open a bottle of wine here. And you're trying to do it delicately. That's the thing. I'm doing it delicately. Like, I could very easily do it. Yeah. Because I'm, of course, very strong. Um, exactly. But like, I don't want to make a mess I, in your I, apartment. Feel free to make a mess. I want you to get that security deposit back. <laughs> yeah. You know? That is a big worry for me right now. Especially with this one. Yeah. 
You know, my last apartment, I didn't get the full security po- deposit back. Why not? Which hurt a lot. Because, uh, like, I think they had to replace the carpet or something. The thing you should replace often anyway? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we had to replace that carpet. I was like, I didn't do anything with that carpet. Do you even but, have pets? No. I don't know what they were doing. Unfortunately, no. I live, um... Ooh. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, we have... Try to, did you try twisting it? Yeah. Oh, I guess I have to just put it back in more. Could, uh, just... <laughs> more pops! Oh, oh, oh. There it there is. Oh. Oof. You hear that? They heard that. I am a pro at this. It only took me, like, three minutes <laughs> to do it. It's a process. You know? And he could have told us all about the vineyard, but he decided to just... Oh, yeah, I can I can tell you all about this wine. Uh, it is $12 at Saison Market. It is the house wine. And that's it. That is all I need to know. That's all you or I need to know. That's all I know. Yeah, you're a big wine drinker. Uh, you know, I used to be. Or I guess I still am. I, when, um, I, when I see you at like, shows, that's what you're drinking as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, recently, I started getting back into beer. Yeah. Uh, because now that it's warmer, I can actually go out and run around. Yeah, there you so, go. Like, that makes sense. Like, I don't need to put myself on a diet where I burn fat when I can easily just go do that after work anyway. There you go. How high do you want me to... Do you think I should fill this up? Um, as high as you feel comfortable. Just going for it. Yeah. And, of course, you're getting the same amount. Don't <laughs> worry. It's going to be a good one. Just, it's not often that I drink... On the shows, I think the last one was Gerard's, and that was fun. And then we went out after and saw you. At, uh, I remember that night, yeah, man. That I remember not... when you took that picture for your Instagram. <laughs> you were, yeah, you were there. Yes, I was. Yeah, you were right there. Oof. That's Oof. Nice. So, it's funny because typically, what the the fun thing about doing the show is, I don't, I don't, I used to prepare intensely, like right. do research. Now, like, I just got off of work. I mm-hmm. just came straight home. I had to set up this morning because I was like, I need to have this ready in case I go. I run late, which I did. Yeah. Um, I do no preparation. But I know some things because I, I did your, what was I thinking? Oh, yeah. You know a couple things about me. I know a couple things. Um, <laughs> did you do both of them? I did both. I did both of them. Yeah. I uh, presented that first week and then the second week. The first week, what was that one about? Um, was that the... I can't, I can't remember. First week... No, second week was Sonic the Hedgehog. That one made my <laughs> my, fa- my brothers who were, who were there, it made them die laughing. Well, good. Because yeah, they, they obviously know that universe. Yeah, the yeah. Sonic, universe, the Sonic it's, universe. It's actually a very, uh, very well-traveled universe. Um, nowadays, I think the last time I actually played a Sonic game might have been a couple years back. Uh, mine was at the end of last year. I wanted to revisit Sonic Battle. Right. The old Game Boy game? Yep. I remember that one. The one no. where you play as a robot? Yes, and you can get up different things. And I was yeah. just like, I was thinking about, I was like, I really want to play that game. And also, I like watching, there's a YouTube series, a YouTube channel that plays old games and like, has commentary over them. Uh-huh. I love watching those, and they do the Sonic games. And those same, I've learned a lot about Sonic games watching that, and they suck nowadays, the games. Nowadays? Nowadays are bitter terrible. I, I have a feeling... That I'm looking through rose-colored glasses for the Probably. older games. The older, of course. Like, Sonic like I watched like the um, I watched the old cutscene with Shadow and Sonic like running down that, you know, little track, just talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. And like, 
you know, talking Love shit it. to each other. And like I remember it being super awesome, but watching a uh, watching a cutscene again, it's like that music is so loud. I can barely hear what either of them are saying. <laughs> Thank man. God for these subtitles. It's like why didn't you turn that turn that down, audio director? <laughs> I can't hear what I can't hear the cheesy dialogue. Dude, the, the same guy still doing it. Music's still loud. Great. So if I remember correctly, you as a as a teenager visualize yourself as a tails. Yeah. Uh, a Tails sort of character, you know, the smart, engineer, uh, shy type of fox type dude <laughs> who can fly around. Uh, I think I described myself and Tails as a cute little fox. Who flies around. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I-, I worded that sentence weird, didn't I? I was like, I'm just like Tails because he's smart, brave, he a little shy. And he can fly with his two tails. I was like, I think I probably should should have put like a, a period or something between there. It, it, it's super funny because I was I was going to present, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find my stuff until it was too late. And yeah, I already booked people. Right. And I was reading through. I was just like, I wish my my journals were as cool as Dan's. Mine uh, are just like mine are so cringy. Mm-hmm. And I'm and sure mine aren't. Mine are super cringy. I mean, it's I guess I guess you had to be there to really encapsulate all of it. But like, no, not really. I thought it was fun. Oh God! Yeah, I look back at um at some of the stuff that I wrote, like the stuff about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I'm starting to think, I'm like starting to look back at you know who I was at that time, and I'm just thinking to myself, did I do that ironically, or was I did I like seriously believe that? Because that was like, what was that? That was seventeen. No, thank thank God, I was a little bit. Yeah, I was. uh, I think that might have been freshman year. Okay, so like. 2006, so like, how old was I in 2014? I was just like 14 years old mm-hmm. in 2006, yeah, so yeah, that was, uh, that was what was going on in my head, uh, and I, like, I just wonder if I did that ironically or not. I'm gonna go ahead and lump you in and say, I don't think you did, because I don't think I would've. Right, yeah. I think I would've been 100% serious, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just like to stay back. I, just, mm-hmm. I don't like to put myself out there too much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I mean, that was a that was that's an online blog that you, you that's still on the internet. I, I should delete it at some point. I'm so happy because all of mine were MySpace blogs. Oof! But those are gone now. MySpace. I had to. I sent them an email. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to read these on stage in front of people, and they're really bad." And she was like, "Here's a spreadsheet. Like, read those in front of people for sure." Oh God. Oh, my God. Um. But yeah, so, so I guess. I don't know. I've been so the the show used to be two hours. I don't know if you listened to any of the first twenty. I, I saw the uh, the runtime. The runtime. Uh, I saw be... that they were two hours. And and it, it, like... it was um, <clears throat> it was a format I loved to do, but it just wasn't sustainable. I couldn't do that now with how busy I am with like a new job mm-hmm. and like so much theater crap going on. Where are you working? I work at Carlots. Oh, nice. Yeah, I do the financing there. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of numbers, a lot of bad credit. Cool. Um. So, yeah, we work till 7. Mm. And so, like, getting someone in for two hours. Like, if we were just starting at 7, 7.40, 9.40, we're going to be done, like, wrapping up. And it's just, like, yeah. not sustainable. And also, it just felt like, you know, the one thing I would hear consistently from people is, I can't listen for two hours. So what I would typically like to get into is just, you can get into anything in two hours. Mm. So now that it's an hour-ish, I'm happy to go over a little bit. Like, Katie's, we talked about Drake for, like, 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> but, like, um, I think I remember that part of podcast that was a fun one yeah it was great but uh so with like katie's and with aaron's 
I, like, I got into their backgrounds a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, I don't know, I want, what, what, how do you want it to go? Because I feel like that's the most interesting thing, because I've done my show. Yeah. So, like, how do you, what do you, what do you bring that you want to talk about? <sighs> the heavy sigh was because I didn't know. Um, the one thing you said, what do I prepare? And I'm like, nothing. And then I come with this loaded question. Great. Um, let's see. It doesn't have to be big. So background. Because background's an easy thing. Yeah. What are you into? What do you like? What do you, what do you, what do you get into? I know, I mean, obviously. And I guess another thing that I've said before is I bring so many improv people on. Uh-huh. I love, we all love talking about improv. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> I also want to know more about, like, what else? Like okay. Katie was like actress, writer, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, so I guess improv is there. Here's a fallback if we need to talk about right like, what you've been into. Improv is the fallback. There's a lot of good things, but like, what else are you into? What else do you do? <sighs> well, now that it's a little warmer, I go out and run for like two hours at a time. I don't run two hours straight. Straight. No thanks. Um, you know, I do the uh, the interval type running. It's Two like, hours. Yeah, it's like run for like half an hour and then just walk, or in my case, just sit there and question my life choices <laughs> that for like fifteen minutes. Outside though. Yeah, yeah. Like um, yesterday, it was raining, but it was fine. I just wore a raincoat, and I mean the uh, the apartment complex that I live at, all the way up in Henrico, is actually pretty peaceful. So like, I can just run around that entire place. Take in the sights of, you know, apartments that look exactly like mine. Uh, take in the uh, J. Sarge campus and beautiful around campus. that that place. Beautiful campus. Oh, beautiful! Really, really, uh, really spacious and really, uh, you know, just just such a nice nice view, you know. Uh, yeah, so I do a lot of that. Um, like once I started, you know getting back into drinking beers and laying a little bit off of the wine. Uh, like once I started doing that, I was like, I need to start like going out and running. Uh, because basically, um, I work out during the week Mm -hmm. to justify the foolishness (laughs) of my weekends. (laughs) It's, it's funny. I, uh, I I feel like for me it's I aim to work out to justify my foolishness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. You know. That's me too. It's just there's not enough hours. Not enough hours in I, a day. Like I saw you Saturday at the theater. Yes. I saw you Sunday at the theater. Yes. Pretty sure you were there Monday. I was there yesterday for house team practice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you walking by like Ugh. I was there Sunday. I was there Monday. I'll be there. I'll be at a practice tomorrow, Wednesday, and then like Saturday, every other Saturday. Three and a half days a week is spent at the theater. I started. Nights. I started taking classes at that theater just to make friends, just to find something to do because I had just moved here. So wait, how long have you been here? Two years. Since You've been here since March 2016. Really, I have been here since uh, August, September. I, I moved to Richmond. I was in Fredericksburg for two months, but I've been here for two years as well. Oh, and that's why I went to the theater because I was like, I need to find my people. I don't know if I if I if you listen to them so where I spiel the spiel at the beginning where it's like bad relationship, bad relationship, Tinder date to the theater, got the emails, taking classes, life improves. Okay, that's the, that's the shortest version possible. I mean. Your Tinder date to the theater couldn't have been as bad as that one time where it was that one girl in the front row 
who was just shouting at everybody. And the that was and a mindset. Guy, yeah, and the guy that she was with, he like went to the bathroom and he was just in there for like minutes. twenty minutes. Oh my god! I was like, is he just sitting on that toilet? Did you hear the end of that life? story? I. I think so, but I forgot. So, he, he, he finally came out, uh-huh. took her and left, right? Yes. And so everyone, that's all anyone's talking about. We couldn't focus on the set. It was a great set. Yeah. They obviously had a that lot was, to uh, That was Blue and Nick Levesky, right? That was Big Bosses at the end, yeah. Blue just was the def- two of them, yeah. No, 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 no. There was, there was uh, Matt Newman, because Matt Newman had just stopped oh, the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he was there. I'm, I'm misremembering. It was the Johnsons, and then, I can't remember the the act open. It was so, I just remember the Johnsons, I remember Sean was there. But uh, so he threw in the he threw her in an Uber, came back and apologized. That was a first date. Oh man! And he had no idea, and he, like, he was so <laughs> sorry. And everyone was like really nice to him after that. But like, yeah, that was really shitty. Yeah, I mean, at least she was having a good time. She had a yeah. great time. She probably was like that. You should go see a show. There. Yeah, That's yeah. So did you did you find the theater immediately when you moved here? Not immediately. I think it might have been like a week or so after oh, I moved wow. here. So I guess yeah, pretty much immediately. You, um, and you you got in with like a lot of like people who are still around in your classes. And you guys, you guys. I think currently from my one on one lineup, there are three other people who still stick around. Really? Yeah. There's only one for me. Yeah. Well, two actually. You count Molly in the sketch shows. Right. Um, but yeah, I I joined or I took a class because I was still in like the age-old frat mindset of buying your friends or buying your way into a social circle. Interesting. Um, which is not how a lot of frat dudes might describe that experience. But I feel like you're being honest with it. I mean, that's just taking what that situation is and just laying it flat out. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like describing a, uh, a movie plot poorly, but still getting the general Gave gist of it. Nothing you nothing you said is incorrect, but you're not hitting all the all the details that someone who's a big fan be like. You're missing this detail. Yeah, it's like uh, the Last Jedi. Spoiler alert. Oof. A, uh, <laughs> Skip ahead thirty seconds if you haven't seen that. A um, a grumpy wizard uh, pranks his nephew, uh, and that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. a one uh, one sentence way to describe that. <laughs> Or he comes out of retirement just to prank his nephew. Just to, yeah, yeah, just to prank. Yeah, yeah, because that, that is what happens. And then he dies. Uh, <laughs> There's a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah I had come from like the frat background, so I wasn't really sure what to expect. Uh, but turns out Coalition, as like a community, it can't be any more different from from you know the Greek Greek community. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, when I say fraternity, I don't mean, like, honor society. And I was in, a, in an honor society as well. I was in a theater honor society, um, which we'll get into later. Oh, please. Uh, but, um, no, I was, uh, when I say fraternity, I mean, you know, predominantly white, southern, conservative-leaning, uh, you know, social frat. Yeah, like uh, pastel polos and boat shoes. Oh yeah, and uh, wearing shorts to uh, to formal events. Ooh, above the knee shorts, like chubbies. <laughs> like wearing dress shirts and chubbies, mm-hmm. and then wearing like jackets and stuff. Oh, that type of community. It sucks because I like that look as a look. <laughs> like get rid of the social. I'm sorry context. we ruined it for you. you just destroyed it. Yeah, but yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. I um. I just expected to meet people, and it's funny because Matthew was in my one-on-one. Uh-huh. That's how we met. 
he was the first like, friend I had. And then, right. like, yeah, it just kind of, somehow it just incrementally, for me, it exploded. Was that, mm-hmm. what, what was your experience going through the classes? And So, 101, uh, basically what I had gotten from that was, you know, a general understanding of improv and, like, a handful of friends. Sure. Then when 201 signups came up, I missed it. Like, they, it had filled up, and everybody else had already signed up. So I was the only person who, from my 101, who was going to go into 201. Uh, I got left out. Wow. So I was not in that semester. And I did try emailing people, being like, hey, can I, can I get in? into the 201, please? Yeah. Like, I'm willing to pay and everything. I just missed the deadline. Because I was expecting something similar to 101, yeah. where I signed up for 101 two hours before the class started. Yeah, okay. But so that was not the case. That was not the case. Those two hundred one tickets sold out like the weekend that you know that they were available. Yeah. Okay. So I missed that <clears throat> semester. Uh, so I didn't really get too involved with the theater at or, around that time. But I was still in contact with you know that group of people who I was with in one hundred one, and then went on to two hundred one. And once the uh, next semester rolled around, I took I signed up for two hundred one and. The people who had already taken 201 retook 201 really? with me. Because they, they knew my value, right? They knew that they probably needed me in that group. Mm-hmm. So they stuck around for me. Um, and that's where I met. So like it was that group of 101 people. And then like in 201, that 201 that we took. And thank goodness we took that 201. Uh, because we met... Essentially, the other half of Murder Beach, mm-hmm. uh, which speaking of which, uh, where did I put those? Hey, do you want some stickers? Holy shit! Really? Yeah, man. This is the coolest thing ever. Y'all got stickers? Yeah, my uh, my indie team, Knife in Beach Ball. Knife in Beach Ball with blood put me out. <laughs> this is so cool. Let yeah, man. Put these. One on the computer for sure up there. One on the oh, I'll put it on my planner, and then I have two. I I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Getting stickers for your little independent team is probably the, like the most hubristic thing that you can do. I love like, it. Y'all, y'all are a staple. Y'all were the closers for tiny bladder refineries. Tiny, tiny bladder refineries. Yeah, back in the day when we were at every single refinery for a long time. Oh my gosh, it was like, um, I don't know. Maybe I I feel like this is a big point. I feel like I don't talk about it enough. Maybe I do. When you when you go when you start out at the theater and you really want to get involved, uh-huh. as we did, it right. kind of there's this like hierarchy that isn't a thing. Like nobody who's in the upper tiers is like I'm up here. Like you know, Katie, Matt, yeah. David. But like there is like there's certain people like I wouldn't talk to Matt Newman. I still wouldn't talk to Matt Newman because I don't know him. He's teaching your five hundred one. He's touching. Yeah, exactly. This is the first time we've actually like had to talk. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, or the other time was he was hosting a show and I was the tech, and I'm like, I'm just the tech or whatever. Right. And it was just like, but like there, there's this hierarchy that just because just because of the respect that you have for these people because of what they've done and what yeah, you've seen them do, the fact that they created this whole thing. Exactly. But but then it extends further down to like people who are on house teams and then people who are on like indie teams like y'all were established and then like somehow tiny bladders stumbled their way into the refinery and then like i mean that was us too we were just like um one one night after uh, after a lab i think we're just like hey we should uh we should email katie and see if we can get on the refinery 
And, I'm and sure we were just like, like yeah. we were just like, oh no, I don't know if she's gonna say yes or not. She said yes, but you know, for the longest time we weren't sure. We sure. weren't sure if we were there yet. Exactly. And but like you so were, and so again coming, but behind you, below mm-hmm. you in the hierarchy, right. it was like Marjorie Beach. One day we'll get there. Yeah. Should we get a cool intro? Ours was uh, running onto the stage when. Um, when we were discussing this, the uh, stickers for Murder Beach, I was like, you guys realize the minute we get these stickers printed and distributed, the team's going to break up. Like, something's going to happen. This is, uh, this is way too, <laughs> this is this way is too jinxing much. jinxing it. Who, who designed yeah. this? Uh, someone, uh, Ebby's husband. Really? Kyle. Damn. Yeah. This is a good design and well done. Like, it's simple... Man, this is super cool. Simple and sweet. Like, it's a circle, and then it has a knife in it. has a knife in it. Yeah. It'll fit nicely. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, that's the coolest thing. We were trying, because so, we were trying to, like, figure out what the hell a tiny bladder design would look like. Right. We couldn't, we couldn't, like, put it together. I mean, you could probably put it together, but I don't know how appropriate that would be. Exactly. A, t- a tiny bladder, you know. It has to be, like, an actual, like, organ, but, like... And then, like, a microscope, maybe. And they're like, okay. <laughs> there it is. I just designed it. Right. There you go. Perfect. Okay, so... And you guys got that name because there was one refinery or a lab where none or you couldn't stop going to the bathroom? Uh, it was the first... So, the, the... It was originally just me and Matthew's, like, duo name. Right. We were just like, let's get stage time. And, like, mm-hmm. So, we, we, uh, we did a lab, and it was just him and I. And we were so nervous because it was, like, the first time we had been planning to be on the stage. Right. So we hung out. We started hanging out at like four. <laughs> and like, oh, between four and whatever, we went to the bathroom probably a combined like 22 times. Nice. And I was like, we need a name. I don't I don't remember who came up with it, so I don't want to give anyone credit, but... It was either you or Matthew. It was either my, me or Matthew, for sure. Okay. And then uh, Katie's like, hey, do you guys want to do the refinery? And so I was like, oh, we got to make a team. So that's why you saw us with like so many other people trying to get like people to do like join the team and yeah yeah i think with uh with auditions it was just like well i guess we'll just wait and see what happens and we both made teams so it was like well i guess we don't really like we can still do this but now it's just like it's not realistic to like have a practice and a show that's five murder reach um one of our our main things was to stay together as a team no matter what happened with house team sure and i feel like that's that's right for you guys because you guys have a team and you, know, you guys were practicing a coach. We had well, we don't have a we don't have one specific coach. We kind of rotate. We had coaches through people. We, we got coaches. Coach. We had uh, we had me and Matthew. And then we had Casey, and then Paul and Ben were kind of like jumping in. But it was just kind of just turned into this like new thing. It was just too new. If we had started earlier, probably right. Like yo, and that I, I mean, I, we I, started like a year ago or something. Exactly, and like for the ever. for the longest time. I wouldn't show up to practices. I think I missed, like, the first performance, like, that, or the first time that we were on stage. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, it was, like, a big question that was up in the air is, was I going to be part of that What's team? Dan gonna and it's do? like, is he, is he ever going to show up? Like, why doesn't he show up? Um, and that was just, like, during, I think, 301, which was when I was unemployed and currently looking for a job. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was around that point where I was considering moving back to Norfolk. Yeah. So it was like I don't want to. Where you're from? Yes, I don't want to. I don't want to commit to something if I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I kind of had like one foot in the door. Interesting. Uh, with Murder Beach for the longest time, we weren't called Murder Beach back then. We were 
un- unnamed team. You went with unnamed team. Wow. Yeah. Ball well, ball. no, we weren't called unnamed team. We were called team without a name. Ooh, a, a team with no name. Um, I think like the the names that we were kind of shopping around, and this is like a nice little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Was like dirty wolves. Okay. Because we were doing like a five things. And someone said Dirty Wolves. And then the other one was Sandwich Buddies. Okay. Which was awful. And um, we actually did a lab set as Sandwich Buddies. And I think it was right after that where we were like, yeah, let's just go go with Murder Beach. Where did that come from? That came... So it's funny you ask that. It's actually pretty complicated. Um, So, like, we were doing, like... We were at practice and we were, uh, you know, doing, like, a run of scenes... Um, and the, uh, the location was a beach and people just kept dying during that scene. <laughs> End of story. That's why, uh, that's why it's called Murder Beach. And I remember after that set, somebody on the team was like, you know, Murder Beach would be a pretty cool name for the team. And everyone else was just like, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, and now it's- maybe. And then like a couple weeks later, we were like, yeah, let's just go with Murder Beach. It, uh, naming a team is so hard. Yeah, it took us it took us a long time to figure out what we wanted and like a lot of stress. I'm just uh, I'm just mad that I wasn't in the scene uh, where Murder Beach came from. Oh really? It, it is so sad because I remember I was on the sideline. I was just sitting there laughing at everybody walking on dying, and then I was like, in in the back of my head, I was like, maybe I should walk on and die as well, so I can be a part of this this scene. No, I don't see I don't see any reason to do it. I think that my favorite name story is the Johnsons. Have you heard that one? Fuck the Johnsons. Fuck the Johnsons. I love that story. Right? Oh my god. Fuck the Johnsons. I wanted that so bad. I wanted a great story. We have a good one. Detective. Um, Detective. We were doing a scene as uh, an exercise where you take a celebrity that you can do an impression of and you take away their celebrity status and give them a, a menial job. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, not to interrupt you, your coach is Scott Beckett? Yeah. Okay. Of the Johnsons. Of the Johnsons, of Patrick Gantz coach fame. That's correct. Because we recently had Patrick Gantz as a coach, and I think I remember doing a, 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 a an exercise similar to that. Where you give a menial job and you have to act it out for... Like a cele- uh, do a celebrity impression and you have a menial job that you have to act out. Exactly. That okay. was it. So Anthony did uh, Ace Ventura, uh, Jim Carrey, as a plumber. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah did uh, actually just Detective Charles Barkley. <laughs> and the two of them, like Toilet Detective and then the name Detective, the word Detective just kind of floated there. And uh, we all voted and it was like the most popular one. Detective. Detective. Okay. Um, so, and it was so funny because very rarely... I think in, like, a warm-up, like, an exercise, do you, do you get a laugh that, like, lasts a while? Mm-hmm. So he did this motion that was, like, true Jim Carrey, like, him reaching into the toilet, and we laughed for 17 of his 30 seconds. Right. And it was just, because we all knew exactly who he was, like, he crushed it. And it was just, like, that. that's the good memory that I have of Detective, like... Nice. Everyone just standing there laughing at Anthony, just like this, like, just Jim Carrey. Like, Friend of the show, Anthony. Friend of the on, show. He's been on, yeah. on the show. Love it, love it. Okay. Friend of the show. You should help. You, you sound like a podcast host. Oh, thanks. Hey, what's up, internet? It's your boy, Dan V. Falarka, coming at you pre-recorded. 
from Jonathan's apartment. With us, as always, Jonathan, your host. Hey. Hey, how's it how's it going? I don't want to be too loud. I mean, I, I've I've watched a couple podcasts or watched they uh, have a couple video podcasts, podcasts yeah, and listened to as well. I don't do it as much now because I rather just listen to music. Um, but yeah, I, I used to watch a lot of like video podcasts on on YouTube and stuff. Nowadays, I just watch stuff that I hate. <laughs> like what? It's like you know what reaction videos are? Yeah. Uh, yep. I mean, I can understand the appeal because it's kind of like you're you're watching something for the first time by watching someone else watch it for the first time. Yeah, my favorite reaction videos are H three H three. Oh yeah, because he actually puts like puts, puts effort into that. Stuff. He got a little crazy when he got popular, and I felt like the pressure to do these big videos. But like his yeah. early reactions oh, were the best reactions. <laughs> oh man, I loved those. Um, but yeah, like actual reaction videos too, yeah. where it's like. It's the person's face, and then there's a picture-in-picture of the thing that they're reacting to. It's like, awesome. There's no, like, creativity behind this video. kids don't know what a Game Boy is. You're making making money off of someone else's content. And then, like, what was it? The Harvey Brothers or something? They tried to trademark the reaction format? I know who you're talking about. There's two brothers. Yeah, yeah. They did reaction videos, and they tried to be like, nobody else can use this. And it was just like... Chill out, dude. Yeah. Okay. It's like, this isn't that creative. It's like, it's no. just one, it's just someone it's staring at, you're staring at someone staring at something else. There's nothing creative about it. It's like, oh, there's a, like, the, their are reactions to, like, the Avengers trailers and stuff. It's really? Like, it's like, oh, it's Iron Man. Oh, it's Black Panther. Oh, look, it's, oh my gosh, it's Captain America. Yeah, and then... It's like, oh, really? You're naming the characters that I can see on screen I right see now. This. I I have a I have a better reaction than you do right now. And then, like, it ends and they're like, wow, guys. Guys, that was wow. crazy. Oh I just, gosh. I can't believe... I am so I'm excited. so hyped for this movie. Make sure you drop a like, comment if you're excited. Be sure to like and subscribe. It really, really helps, helps me out. the channel out. Follow me on social medias. God. Uh, Reaction (laughs) channels and uh, ASMR videos. I don't get the tinglys for the ASMR videos, but I love that there's a community. I mean, yeah, and that's a great thing, or great slash bad slash great thing about the internet, which is if you're into something... There's a community. Then there's a community for it. So if, if you're into having your earbuds in and having somebody on the other side... Chewing food or whispering or eating like a lollipop into a microphone. (laughs) The very first episode zero was like a five minute intro to what the channel is. The first sound, I believe, is ASMR. Shitty ASMR, but ASMR. Oh, hey, hey, welcome to to the ASMR. Welcome to our show. Welcome to the producer's cast. I'm your host, Dan. With me, as always, is the actual host, Jonathan. Hey. <laughs> okay, so, uh, 301. Now, <clears throat> I don't want to, like... It's funny for me, the different, like, life events that would happen, and I can tie them to a class. Right. Like, 101 was this... 
period where I was like coming up from this bad place, mm-hmm. and then two hundred one was this anxiety ridden like mess, right? And then three hundred one was like another rise, mm-hmm. and so like, do you have that same experience? One hundred one uh, was when I was still trying to get my foot in the door, or like you know, get situated here in Richmond, like uh, you know, I was trying to. Uh, to figure out, like, what my social circle here was going to be. So I was, like, going out and meeting different people and, like, hanging out. You came from, I'm assuming, a very social place, being in, like, a fraternity and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, um... You also are a very social person. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. I try. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, I do on occasion hang out with some, some, uh, some of my frat bros sure. here. Who live up here. Hoorah! Phi Ta! Phi Ta. Phi Capita. Phi Capita. Yep. Um, so I would hang out with them. Uh, I lived downtown uh, in the 8th and Main apartment <coughs> complex, mm-hmm. which is a great place. Pretty expensive, but it's a great, like, centered location. Because yeah. right down the street is uh, Bell and James, and then a little bit further down is Capitol Ale House. They opened the Cabana rooftop, uh, like, a couple months after I moved in. And that place was, like, less than a block away from where I lived. Oh, the temptation. It's like, I'd be in my apartment... <clears throat> And I could hear the sounds from the, that rooftop, and I was like, "Okay, well, I'm not doing anything tonight. Time to time to head up there." And then it's like a stone's throw away from from the Shaco Slip as well. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it's it's a nice little center location. So basically, what I would do to meet people around that time was just to go and just talk to random people. Yeah, you seem like a person who can do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, and I've made a couple friends uh, that way. Uh, I don't know how how often I would do that now, because, you know, that was two years ago when I was a little bit, you know... I Dare didn't re- you say desperate? Desperate, yes, desperate. And this is the first time that I had lived by myself in a city that I was unfamiliar with. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to cast my net out there, and yeah. we'll see who, you know, we'll see who, who uh, pops up. So and that's see, why... I, so you grew up in Norfolk? I grew up in Norfolk... Moved to Germany for three years, and then moved back to Norfolk. Okay. Military? Uh, my dad works for the military, but he's not in the military. He's like, okay. That, so, ma- that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so, um, I think I went to, I was in Norfolk, I went to a Catholic school, St. Pius X Elementary School. Shout out. I was there until fifth grade, um, and then I went, uh, we moved to Stuttgart, Germany, where I attended the International School of Stuttgart, where they spoke English Interesting. mainly. Yeah, like English. English was the main language of that school, so I didn't really have to. Learn German. Have to. <clears throat> I mean, I ended up like learn, sort of learning German, like being conversational with it and stuff. Oh, probably way more than me. I took seven years of German. I took like six years of French. Nothing. I couldn't. I couldn't form a sentence in. In French, unless it's like "voulez-vous coucher avec moi" or something, or "sacre bleu" or whatever. Sacre bleu, sacre bleu. But other than that, like I, I forgot, I forgot German. Like within a couple months after moving back, of course, you don't like, speak I, it anymore. Yeah, I was there for like three years, barely spoke it there. Then moved back to Norfolk. Uh, ended up going to Granby High School. Shout out! Just dropping all the shout outs. Went there for four years, then went to Old Dominion University, 
another shout out. Home of the Gamma Tau chapter of Phi Kappa Tau. There you go. Which I joined. And so then, so you graduated and then moved to Richmond just because? Uh, is, I that moved the, to is, Richmond. That, is that the Virginia thing to do? I moved to Richmond for my because I had gotten a job. Oh, okay. So I, I moved because of the job. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I moved up, moved up here just because of that. I moved to an apartment complex that was less than two blocks away from where I worked. So I could walk and save on gas. There you go. And after that job was done, found another job up in Henrico. And now that's where I live. And well, how, far, how far north is Henrico? Like 15 minutes away. Like 10 miles, I want to say. Okay, like bad. it was 15 minutes to get from my apartment to here. That's not bad. It, it isn't bad. Okay. It's bad if, you know, you're Ubering. Oh, yeah. Uh, last, well, not last week. But the night of the first riot that I did, I Ubered from one place in, like, Carytown to my apartment. And, hey, how much do you think that Uber ride was? Oh, I don't want to guess. I'm stressed out already. Uh, what would you think would be the right amount of money for a 15-minute drive around 11 miles? No more than $20. I would anything more than that I'd be uncomfortable paying. Okay. It was forty three dollars. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so so it sucks, but I can kind of like trace why, you know, it was that much. Yes. I took an Uber on New Year's. <laughs> that was a mistake. Cause like um seventy three dollars. Oof. I was drunk. Were you at were you at yeah. Coalition? No. I was at uh I was at another place. I don't remember where. Oh god. Um They had free drinks. Of course, of course. Uh, so, after or uh, during the night of riot, it was around like four in the morning that like I called an Uber from the house that I was at to my apartment. We had gotten a couple blocks, and I was I realized, oh crap, I forgot my keys. So we had to turn back. Uh, and then grab the keys, and then that's eight dollars right there. And then the guy was like, okay, I need to get gas for my car. And at that point, I'm just too tired to care. I'm like, whatever. Negative $3. So he goes to the first gas station. I think it was a BP or whatever gas station there is there in Carytown. It was closed, and the pumps weren't working, of course. So he was like, all right, we're going to try this one that's a couple blocks away. That one thankfully worked. Oh, my goodness. But by then, I bet it was probably like $20. Yeah, you did. Uh, and then honestly, we, with the fact that he had to double back and then get gas, I feel like you should just reset. Yeah, twenty dollars. Yeah, and so from there we went to my apartment in Henrico, and that was the end of the story. I woke up forty three dollars poor. Oh man, oh, that hurts. On top of like going out <clears throat> on that night or going out that Saturday night too. Getting so drunk was, yeah. yeah. Oof. It was rough, but, you know, I regret nothing. Okay. Well, I regret, I regret some things, like not, you know, just finding a place to stay. <laughs> okay, so I think we've reached 401 now. Yes. And uh, how long ago did you take 401? I took 401 twice. Okay, so... So the first 401, 401 was, like, in the middle of, like, like summer last year? That's where I started. Okay, so probably around the same time that you started. 
Did you see the the, uh, the 401 showcase that that semester? I don't showcases. Okay. So that was the 401 showcase, uh, or the 401 class that I got taught by Patrick Gantz. Oh, you Gantz. Yeah, man. We did that, uh, we did that, uh, like, uh, that pattern-heavy herald, you know? I had him for 301, if you can imagine what that's like. No, I saw your 301 showcase. I was like, they're really killing those split screens. <laughs> I was like, good lord. He was like, I don't care what you did. He, he liked it, but he's like... That stage has never seen so many split screens. Yeah, that was so good. I was like, and I didn't, um, I figured that Patrick Gans was the teacher, but I didn't know. Because Jonathan Nelson introduced us. Yeah, and I was like, I bet you Patrick, uh, I, I leaned over to the person next to me, I was like, I bet you Patrick Gans taught this class. Oh, yeah. Oh. And sure enough, he did. Yep. I was so happy to take him, because I just, I had been wanting to, like, meet him. And then as soon as he announced the class, I was like, I'm taking the class. I don't care what happens. Because oh. Matthew, actually, because I thought about taking 201 again, because Matthew was taking 201. Right. But then the Gantz. So I was like, no way Sorry. I'm missing this. Sorry, buddy. No way. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Um, but then I took 401 a second time. Why I, did you take it a second time? Because I felt like I needed it. Really? And I don't remember if, I, I think it was immediately after. Was it? I don't know if I took a semester break in between then. Because once you had taken it, at that point there was really no other option other than like you know the other. I mean, other like they didn't have like house. I didn't know that there were house team auditions happening. I didn't know there were no other five hundred one classes, and I was still like looking for reasons to, you know, keep honing my craft. You know, so, so I was, and like, I also say this was around the time Murder Beach was starting. That was around the time that we like actually like really started. You know. Getting getting into it. Ah, because you had gotten your job. Because you you said you had one foot the door. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was before four hundred one. I think I I think it was like right before three hundred one ended that I actually locked in a new job. So I was like, hey guys, guess what? I'm gonna be there for the showcase. Uh, and by the way, I was considering moving <laughs> before the showcase. Yeah. I'm gonna make the thing you didn't know. I might not have made. Yeah. Just so you guys know. <laughs> I was thinking of moving away for for quite some time. Jeez. Yeah, it was it was a it was an interesting time because I wasn't sure like what I was gonna do. But now like I have you know some stability because you know I have my job mm-hmm. um, and I have house team stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like I'm probably gonna be here for a little while. That's the way that I felt too when I first moved here. I was like, I don't know if I'll stay here very long, and then I just feel like. Probably the, the year you spent doing classes, the community, I don't want to say it was exclusive, but it was just, like, a lot harder to kind of get your way in, especially with, without, like, the house team. Yeah, things. it's hard. It's hard to do that. But then when they had the auditions and, like, everyone who made it made it, it just felt like it was a... It opened up. It just sucked you in. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, um, I would sort of started feeling that, like, during my 401. Because I was starting to get to know like a little, uh, a couple more people at the theater. You're probably, probably and with around like around more. Yeah, and yeah, I was around. I'm still around. Yeah, a lot. I'm at the theater every single weekend, even if I'm not performing. Um, but you know, I was getting to know more and more people. Uh, you know, going to more and more things like more mixers. You know, we were performing labs and then refineries. Uh, so I was starting to. Starting to get more like accustomed to that that community, uh, so it was a little bit more comfortable. Um, and then I feel like four hundred one, in terms of me as a performer, 
that second 401 specifically helped me like fully get out of my head. Yeah. It helped me realize, okay, I think I might be able to do good improv at this point. I'm not sure yet, but I think I'm confident enough in myself. Or it, it was at that point where I realized, uh, just go up and have fun. And if you're having fun on stage, then that's going to translate in the minds of the audience. Oh, absolutely. We talked about that after, after the show I did. Yeah. Because yeah. it looked like you guys were just having up fun. there having the time of your lives. Like, we were, we were, for sure. I was like, I, I'm really good at catching people break character now, because I do that sometimes, too. So it's like, if you're up there breaking character, and I mean, it's different for other people, because I know there's people out there who who hate watching people break character. As I watch Jimmy Fallon on, on the SNL, just watch him Bill look, oh look into the camera and laugh for five minutes. Oh, that's great. I, I love watching that. Dude, nothing, yeah, nothing's more fun than watching that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a breaker, but yeah. Just, like, going up there, I think for me, the the time when I felt like I could get out of my head was at the end of 301, I got a note from Gantz who was just like, you're in your head so much, you yeah. need to get out of it. And then mm-hmm. I committed to just, like, doing everything I could. And then once our team... Somehow, I just I'm just so happy with the mix of people that we have. Right, like it's just so comfortable to For be detective. Yeah, okay. Just to there's there's no point where I have to be in my head because it's like I I feel comfortable. I yeah, trust. It's I like you're you're close friends with them. Exactly, and it's just like it just feels right, and it feels like a comfortable space. Like we did a the first five one class was last night, and we did a set, and the, or there was a couple people from the class. Anthony and Taylor were in that, and Nicole's in that, but she wasn't there, and like. Um, it didn't, I noticed I didn't feel as comfortable and it was like, oh, I still need to, as a total performer, but like I've experienced that with this team. Yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm almost there. I think what's, what's, what's funny too is I, uh, I had, I have to skip 401. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. To, yeah. You back. mentioned that. So like I have, I did a Herald last night for the first time. In oh, nice. Cool. Uh, congratulations on graduating 401. <laughs> I did it. Nice. Gantz is like, you still have to take 401. <laughs> All right, fine. I want to get my commemorative patch, I guess. I still haven't gotten mine. Yeah, I think they're not made yet. Oh, wait, no. I did. They're right there. <laughs> Gotta put this on my denim jacket. Right there. Perfect. This is the fucking cool one. I want a pin. You all need, you all, you all need a that's pin. Our, that's our, our, our next merch. Little tiny pin? Yeah. Dude, this is so cool. If he wants to... Des- if, he, if he's taking design accepting... If he's accepting new designs, tiny bladders... See what mm-hmm. he does with that. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get with his wife on that and, <laughs> and ask him. Dude, that'd be so cool. Yeah. What, um... No, you go. 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 It's, it's, um... So, it's funny that you mentioned your your house team and how, like, you you're really... talked about yours yet. You're really close with them and stuff. My house team, uh, half of us is just Murder Beach. Yeah. I love that. Because half of my team was like Grandma's Cult or whoever they were before. Yeah. It's like, um, <clears throat> so four people from Murder Beach made house teams. Three of us were put on my house team, which is Jensen. And then one, Ebby, was put on Resident Ghost. Resident Ghost. And I was like, why don't you just put us all together? I but you know, understand I understand this election. Process. It's understandable why. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't want to turn. You know, they didn't want to hurt, turn house team sets into a murder beach set. Sure, which is understandable. Yeah, we still have um, we still have a, a perfect ratio of male and female. Ours is as, as ours is where I think I want it to be. Or wait, I think Angela, Aaron, Nicole, 
I think it's it's four or five. Maybe I would prefer Sarah. Who's I can never remember. I think you named all of them. There's nine. There's nine of you. Yeah. Yeah. So who's the fifth person? I'm not thinking of. This is on. This is on you. I don't know. I, there's, there's just one too many. I can never name the ninth person, and that's consistent every time. But yeah, no, Jensen's Alex. A, so we, we're five guys, four girls. Nice. Jensen is a is an even split. Four, four. four guys, four girls, perfectly balanced as all things should be. Yeah, it's great. It's so great. Yeah, because with tiny gliders, that was our problem. We couldn't get, we couldn't find, we couldn't round up the team. I wanted to have more women performers. Mm-hmm. And I think we were trying to get Nicole, but she kept getting... She was, like, sick, and she could never come out. Didn't you have that one set where there were actually girls on the team? Yeah, that was, like, early on where we tried to basically merge with Grandma's Quilt, and then they... <laughs> no, I mean, it was, like, a little more recent than that, like, last month or something. Tiny, tiny Bladders? Yeah. Tiny Bladders haven't done a set in, like, two months. So, two months ago. Um... Oh, you know what? I wasn't there. Okay. I was, uh... I think I was doing a podcast. <laughs> Oh, true. Okay, so... Well, there were girls in that set. Great. I love that. Yeah. I love... I mean, not to get too, like, trying to sound too woke and whatever, but, like, women in comedy. Like, they, they belong there. Women rule. Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the women on my team are the funniest. Like, like I had Erin on last week. She was... Mm-hmm. She's so funny. And she, she told me, she's like, yeah, me and my boyfriend just do voices all, all day. <laughs> and I'm like, I love that because it's so the best. Vocal humor is the best. But, like... Angela, we call her the wild card. Mm-hmm. Like she's, you know, Angela. Right. Nicole is like so good at the characters, and she's hilarious. She's a comic. Like, mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, the stand-up. And Sarah, Sarah, Sarah's, Sarah's, Sarah's too. like the brain. She's just so fucking in tune with what she's doing. It's great. Yeah. I feel like I had to say something nice about everybody since I said something about Aaron. Which is, it's all true, but like, See, I don't, I don't feel the need to do that about any of my teams. <laughs> They're fine. They're totally. They're, they're totally they're great. Cool. Um, I'm very happy with the roster on my team because I'm very close friends with basically like a little over half of them. I yeah. guess like Murder Beach is comprised of some of my very best friends. Yeah, and like I feel like that translates on stage. Oh yeah, because like when I go up on stage during Murder Beach set, my goal is to make my teammates laugh and not the audience. Really. It's like, I'm going to go up here and try to make you break. I'm going to try to do something dumb enough to make you break character. Because that's what I want to see. That's a good mindset. I should try to do that. I I tried to do that with uh, me, Emily, and Gretchen did a set. The Improv Goddesses. Improv Goddesses? I remember remember I tried everything. I tried. I I did that exactly. I was like, how can I I be as dumb as possible and make them laugh? That was was a couple weeks back at the lab, right? Yeah, it was was the Yeehaw Lab. That was the... (laughs) The fucking, the best set ever. You guys inspired me and Matthew uh, set coming up soon. Oh, you guys are going to do something similar? Yeah, kind of. It actually, what's funny is, I believe the lab is the first of the month, so, like, yeah. the lab is said it's tomorrow, so I can't, I can't divulge it, but it's going to be fun. Is it tomorrow? No, it's tomorrow, May 3rd. Tomorrow, okay, yeah, tomorrow is casual sets, which I did not sign up is for. Is that a thing on Thursdays? I th- tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I don't, I'm, I'm lost. I keep thinking, I, anyway. It's too, <clears throat> it's too early in the week. Either way. Yeah, it's early in the week. Like, I wish it was now. I wish it wasn't early in the week. But. but yeah, so the day after this comes out is the lab set where I think we'll be doing I'll, I'll drop the name for the crying boys. The crime crying? Crying boys. Crying boys. Okay. Um so our set was like Yeehaw was just inspired by 
Um, Comicos characters. Comicos, Fantasticos, which... Pour one out. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were like... Uh, when that uh, when that got switched over to What Was I Thinking, Anthony and I were just like... Because y'all had planned your shit out. Yeah, I had already bought that t-shirt. It was $20. You're going to get your money's worth for sure. I was like, Please I'm... Please do another lab. We we can't do the, the next, next lab, but we'll do the one after that. Um, God, and, I mean, funny. we can only do that so many times because of ABC laws and stuff. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. We, uh, we downed a six-pack of, of Bud tall Lights and Bud Light Tall Boys in, in 13 minutes. minutes. 13 minutes? Oh, my God. It was so funny. I was like, I could feel myself getting less and less coherent as that set went on. I I, I started talking about stilettos and, like, getting into detail about... Y'all were really... Y'all... Oh, my gosh. Just brilliant set. We were having... We were just having a lot of fun up there. So, so. much fun. And, like, it made the next scene, which was the, the final scene, which was our set, like, yeah. so much more fun. Because everyone was, like, Everyone up. was already, like, yeah, everyone was At first I was nervous. I was like, how am I going to follow that? I mean, it was, like, the sets before, they were funny, too. Yeah. It's like, the audience was just asleep. They yeah. were sleeping on all the other sets. And they all like, came out, like, America. Like, I was like, you guys better wake up. Hey. Wake, wake up. up. Oh, my gosh. So Everything good. has been funny this far. Okay? <laughs> and everything will continue to be funny. Yeah. You need to start laughing. And, but what's funny is I, w- I only hope that um, if the show had continued, you had told us your guys' idea so we could match you, because I would have chugged maple syrup on stage. We would have been the Canadian version of you guys. Maple syrup. I would have made Casey, who's mm-hmm. my partner, and me chug maple syrup on stage. Uh, preliminary planning for that uh, was just, we were just going to go up wearing rainbow headbands. Because we were like, so it's Casey and Jonathan. Casey, of course, wears the rainbow headband. Oh, what are we going to do for me? Jonathan wears the rainbow, like, pin on his denim jacket. Mm-hmm. So, But we were both going to wear rainbow. rainbow headbands. Oh, my gosh. I would have loved it. <laughs> it would have just been to psych out one person. But I, you know. It would have worked. It I hold it worked. close to my heart. Casey, but it would have worked. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah we, were gonna, we were just going to wear all denim. We ended up doing that. The D-Boys. Yeah. The D-Boys. We hadn't come up with a name. I, w- I hadn't planned anything until... Once it canceled, I'm like, oh, thank God I don't have to plan anything. Because I was doing it the week before Blue, too, and we were like, we don't know where we're going to be. God. We Bellas. were um, we were discussing what we're going to do for our next set for Yeehaw. Mm-hmm. It was like, do we want to one-up what we were doing, or do we want to actually add like some structure to what we were doing? Oh, my God. I can't wait. Don't, don't, don't tell me anything. Just tell me what it is, and I'll... Okay. Fucking plug it and show up. All right. Well, I guess I'll tell you one thing that we're probably definitely not doing. You know what? I don't want to say it. Don't say it. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. Don't ruin it. All right. Because we might, it's crazy enough that we equally might not do it and equally might do it. Because of the craziness? Yeah, it's crazy. We went up with the six pack of Bud Light Tall Boys. With water guns, and <laughs> we poured the poured them into the water guns and then sprayed them into our mouths. So, like, I'll say this. The first Bud Light I expected from each of you. Yeah. The second one was like, okay. The third one, somehow I did not expect it, and it made it... Because the thing was, is, like, you guys are chugging these things, so you have to. And, like, you guys were, like... Almost regrettably pulling up the third one, like looking. Has like slumped. when I when I dropped mine, I dropped mine. And Anthony <laughs> took mine, then chugged mine. I was like, "Thank you." I should, 
I should just stop right now. You should. Oh, you and should. then I was like, and then I had another one <sighs> in my jacket, and I grabbed oh. that. I did not expect three. I expected two. I did not expect three. Man, because I was, was like, how did you guys do that? I mean, that was a that was a fun night, but I want to drink on oh, stage. Man. I'm only gonna do that like on occasion. Mm-hmm. It's like in general. And this is going to sound funny coming from me. I prefer to be sober before I do, like, an improv set. Really? Because if I'm not... I mean, it's a trust issue, you know? It's like, if you're... If, if you're, you're not too, at the top of your game... If I'm not really at the top of my down. game, if I'm too drunk, if I'm unpredictable, then that's not fair to my team who might not be drunk, who might be completely in their right mind. I find it's nice to have, like, a like a full Genesee. will get me, like, loose. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing to get loose. It's another to uh, get drunk. loose. <laughs> the um, the first time I was ever on stage, not for a mixer, mm-hmm. I was uh, I was at one of my friend's house, and we were drinking wine. And I think I might have been, like, a bottle in. I don't remember. I remember getting a text from Ryan Clutterbuck. He's like, there might be stage time tonight. It was a Sunday, so Ooh, it was a refinery. Nice. So I was like, I'm going... Friend of the show, Ryan Clatterbuck. <laughs> the show, episode he's, seven. He's been on the show. Yep. I gotta have him back on. I miss that guy. I haven't seen him in a long time. <clears throat> um, it was Pajero Plus One. Mm. And so I went out, and I got picked, and I had the most fun in my entire life. Like, I made I made David break. Oh, awesome. That I mean, he, he does laugh. It's not, like, hard to make him break, but the fact that, again, I had, I had no theater experience... And I was able to make him break. I right. was just like, oh my god, I want to do that again. I want to be on stage. And like, I remember um, after the show, like I walked to my car and someone was like, hey, you were great. And I'm just like, oh my god. Just like, again, before I even done my one-on-one showcase, it was like the best experience to happen to me. Yeah. And I was pretty, pretty, pretty buzzed when I went on stage. Nice. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I'm, I'm saying the only time it's been good for me is that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um so like the the first like year or so that I was involved at the theater. So mm-hmm. like from 101 to like 201 to the beginning of 301, um whenever I went to a mixer, like since since they usually pair more experienced people with less experienced people. Yeah. Um for some reason like Basically, the first three mixers that I attended, I kept on getting paired with Gerard, friend of the show, Gerard Antoine Jr. Episode twenty-eight, whichever the one that is. Twenty-nine. Um, but yeah, I kept on get, getting paired with him. <laughs> yeah. And recently, we opened for I think it was middle management. Um, it not was just, just not, you not not just us two. It was us, uh, Gretchen, Drew. Betsy and Jim, which Jim, is Jim, friend of the show, friend 13. of the show, Jim, uh, which is definitely a, a weird combination. Yeah, I love all those people, but that I would love to see that set. I mean, it, it, it was. Oh, that was the uh, the Newman mix-up. Yes, in a classic. I almost went to that in a classic Matt Newman mix-up. Classic Matt Newman. Classic. Matt I'd Newman. love to have Matt Newman on the show. Yeah, I'll have anybody you name. You'll eventually have him on on the show. One of these days. I mean, he's going to be your teacher. He'll just be like, hey, Matt, you want to be on my show? And he'll be like... He's a real adult. I don't think he has time. I'd love to have Gans on the show. He'll never have the time. On occasion, he will. I have to bring the show to him. He, he probably would have to. I could do that. 
go, bring my desk. Producers cast. Going mobile. <laughs> On the go. All right. Where were we? Wine's affecting my brain. As it should. Hell yeah. Um, I did bring an entire bottle, and I did. We did, did plan on this bottle being gone. Completely empty. This bottle's gone. Thank you for bringing that, by the way. Yeah, no problem, dude. You're the only so other person I who brings brought, something. So it's funny. I brought it um, because one time I got invited to someone's house. Uh, he was like, hey, I'm cooking steak. Do you want some steak? I was like, oh, free food? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. And just I just... Just going to go on the record. To me, that's a weird invite. Oh, no, it was, uh, no, it's one of my friends. Oh, okay, so you knew him. Yeah, I knew it him. It wasn't, like, a casual thing, like, hey, you want to come over and have some steak? It well, was like, I'm making, I'm making it was some like, steak. Um, it was the night of one of my 401 showcases, the last one that I did, the last 401 showcase, okay. or last 401 class that I took. And he was like, he was going to go to the showcase, and he was like, hey, before we go to the show, you want to come to my place and you have food? I'm cooking steaks. And I was like, Ooh. Okay, this makes a lot more sense. Steak. Steak. I do like steaks. So. I haven't had steak in a long time. Yeah. Steak's good. Uh, but yeah, so we I went there, showed up empty-handed, you know. I just walked in, I was like, alright, let, let's eat. Um, and then later I realized, you know, when somebody invites you into their home to hang out with them, or to eat something, or, you know, just to shoot the shit, you should probably bring something. Oh, good lesson. You should probably bring, like... A bottle of wine or a six-pack of beer. Safe. Absolutely safe. Bring something because they're inviting you into your home, into their home. Yeah. So it's like... And I mean, he had, he told me this after. And he was like, I'm not trying to call you out or anything. But just sharing, but general, sharing a lesson. Yeah, it's like, here's a lesson. Uh, you're, a, you're a young millennial who doesn't know how the world works. You don't know this, and I'm, I want to I wanna tell you this. Yeah. I remember I went, I went to a party, and I was living at home, and I told my mom, like, yeah, I'm just going to go to this friend's party. And she's like, take this wine. And I was like, Mom! I was like, I don't want it. This is a weird bottle. And like, I, don't, I, I, was, I didn't drink at the time, so yeah. I was like, I don't know what this means. She was right. Yeah, no, it's, it's common courtesy. It's common adult courtesy in the adult world. Shame on the other, uh, what, 30 guests who brought nothing? Yeah. What's wrong with them? Yeah. Taylor yeah. said he'd bring a six-pack when he shows up. Tomorrow. Nice. So. Tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so just just to completely go unnecessarily. Tonight, peek behind the curtain here? Peek behind the curtain. Tonight nice. was you, tomorrow's Taylor, and then I'm doing a live podcast where I take these mics off the arms, take them to the theater... At the refinery. Oh, you're do doing that. Show. I volunteered to help out for that. I remember that. You did. What's your show? What's the show called? Coalition Live. Coalition Live. Yeah. Well, by the time this come at you live. Um. Yeah, I haven't. I have Vinny helping me out, but he's. All, I only just want to make sure that I have enough help with technical stuff. Right. Right. Sarah's on standby to write, and then I have you on standby. So. Sweet. It's just a ref- it's just a fresh refinery. I like so. being on standby because that means I don't have to do anything, but I'm still technically involved. I guess the only thing I could recruit you there is to go watch. <laughs> I'll probably go. Yeah, I'm, I'm at that. I told you, I'm at the that theater. theater every weekend. I love that theater. Um, I love that place so much. Bringing it back, yeah. So I I, I love the idea of bringing something. Um, I got invited to like friends giving, and I was like, I don't know what to bring. I got to bring something. I went up bringing PBR and like no one touched it and I was just like, well, at least I brought. Well, something. I'll drink it then. It's my PBR. Yeah, now. I drank like four of them. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a nice life life lesson that you know. Absolutely. That I, that I think I it's a great one. close to the vest. Yeah. And that night was I think it was my first. So the second four hundred one that I took at the showcase, we performed more than once. This night was the first four hundred one showcase that I performed, uh, and that one went real well. Mm-hmm. I have. Have very good, still have very good feelings about that that set. Wow. I don't know if you saw it, but I, I played a cop. You played cop. Cops a, a, a comfortable role for you. I am very comfortable in the role of cop because it means I get to hit stuff. I get to <laughs> hit that hit, hit that something. wall. Hit. Oh yeah, bang bang bang. I don't. I don't just love being just just characters where. Uh, characters who are like angry and just shouting. Like I, I remember one angry. time during a refinery set, I played like a pissed off ghost. I was like, "How am I still getting fat when I'm dead? <laughs> I'm still somehow oh gaining weight, and I can walk through walls." I love that. That is so good. And I was like, my character, or I like to think that my character's name was Casper the Belligerent Ghost. <laughs> Cause like, my last line of that it, it was like a, it was like a dual duologue where it was like two different duologues happening at the same time, and like my last line of that was just "boo motherfucker." <laughs> I feel I feel like I remember that you were there. I think I feel like I mean you might have been there. I don't know. You might have been there when I played a very similar character. I don't know. Yeah, there's another ghost. I don't know. I have to ask this because you brought this up. Do you do you when because you see me a lot. Like, do I have a go-to character? I mean, I mean, maybe not a character, but a move. Like, you're really good with, like, the pattern stuff. I mean, yeah, it's but, like, like, a go-to, like, um, like, oh, there he goes doing that again. You don't, but I think that's a good thing. <sighs> or, like, from what I've noticed, you don't. And I, I think, think, that's I, think I just try really hard. Because I, I feel like I really, I really love the aggressive disagreeing. For me, that's just a heightened version of myself. Exactly. Exactly. Same. Yeah. I just, like, I love to disagree. Like, it's And just, I'm not necessarily disagreeing. I'm just taking what my scene partner is giving me and just, you know. No thanks. Let me give you my thing. It's like, oh, that's, that's funny then. That's real funny. Hey, guess what? I have a different idea. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like playing those dudes. Uh... I like playing, like, people who are in hysterics. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. our 401, oh, yeah. the second 401 that I took, uh, we had two team names. It was one team name and then another team name. We just mixed them together. The first one was Street Meat. <laughs> and it was from a scene that I had initiated where I went on stage and I immediately started throwing up into a toilet. <laughs> I love this so much. And I was... My scene partner was like, why... I was like, you, you've been thrown up for a long time. And I was like, yeah, it's because I've been eating all this meat from, from the dumpsters. And she was like, you you shouldn't do that. You're going to get food poisoning. And I'm just like, there are kids in Egypt, okay? <laughs> Egypt? Who are starving. It's like they're starving. They would kill for the meat that I've been eating. It's raw. It hasn't been cooked. It's in the trash. I don't care. And so uh, David uh, David was our teacher, and he was like, one one thing that I love seeing is people crying 
and eating and just being in hysterics. So you should keep eating, or you should eat while you're crying. And that's a character that I that I fall on a lot now. It's like oh, someone who's so... just like sobbing and, the and like like. Oh my god, that's the oh. best. Oh. <laughs> it's like that's one character that I. Uh, I play a character who cries a lot. Yeah. Um, on occasion, I incorporate eating into it because it's fun. Oh um, so good. So Mer- good. Murphy treat me. What, what was the other team name? Uh, I was also in that scene um, with the same person where we were uh, we were prison inmates, and like my prison inmate nickname was Lil Shanky. So. Uh, in total, the uh, the 401 name was Lil Shanky and the Street Meat Gang. I remember. Why do I remember that? Because you probably saw it. I probably, probably saw it. Lil Shanky and the Street Meat Gang. That was a that was a good time. Lil and Shanky, and like the both meat. both scenes that those names were de- derived from, were you? had the same people in it. Was Wait, like, was the same great. character? No, that's the same character. Oh, just you. Like, just like. You know, the same people. So it was oh like, um, yeah, it was, it, there's no greater feeling of pride than having a team name named after you. There's no greater feeling of pride. I will, I will agree with that, and I will also offer this. There's no greater feeling of pride than when someone says, hey, remember that scene that you were in? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's why I don't sweat it too much when I'm in a set that's bad. Because people aren't going to walk up to me after a show and be like, hey, remember that terrible set that you were just in? Remember that set where you were shit? Yeah, because I remember it. They're not going to say that. They're just going to say it was terrible. Good set. They're going to say, "Hey, what? A, hey, fun set. That was yeah. a lot. Of, that looked like a lot of fun." Uh, but if you do something funny, people will still remember it. They'll be like, "Oh, I remember that time you did this or you did that." Um, so, it's, so that's why I, I try. I, I don't sweat it too much. Yeah. I think um, I think I have to drop this because it's con- because it's drop contextual. It. Drop it on me. Did you listen to Jim's episode? I heard some of it. He, he, Jim. Again, looking at the hierarchy. Jim's right, up right, here. Right. I'm down here. Mm-hmm. Jim has coached Murder Beach several times. Of course he has. I, I remember <laughs> seeing it, and I remember he gave a note to you guys that stuck with me. Friend of the show, Jim <laughs> Zarling. <laughs> Jim Zarling. Um, Jazar. He gave a note to you guys that has stuck with me since I heard it. Which was, you know how I feel about an empty stage. Oh, okay. It's great that you bring that up. Man, every time I see an empty stage in anything, my anxiety kicks up. I'm like, it's an empty stage. Yeah. No. That's why, like, for sets that I'm in, you see me on stage a lot. It's like the minute I see a, a stage that nobody's on, I, like, run up there. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I didn't, wasn't expecting to be on here. But this stage cannot be empty. Cannot be empty. And the worst thing about that too is I'm going through a stage where I'm, I need to work on my initiations. Uh-huh. I feel no comfort with initiating. Right. And so seeing an empty stage, my first thought, which sucks, is don't go on there. You don't. You don't know how to initiate. You don't know. You don't have anything. And it's just like go. I don't think that's the mindset you should have. It's not. It's one hundred percent not. It's like I don't. I can't initiate. <clears throat> yeah, you can. You're you're an improviser. I'm an improviser, and I do. And I go out there, and I'm just like. I say something, whatever it is, and it's just like I think I just I think this, that's the next hurdle I have to get over. Um, but yeah, Jim Zarling gave you that note, and it, it's it's huge. I can't I can't have an empty stage. I see yeah. them stage, I'm like, why? why, why, why? But bringing it back, 
um, he brought up a scene that he liked the move that I made. I think I remember that. The one where you were... Walking on stage eating pie, basically. Yes. I, I, rem- I think I was at that set. That was the first time that uh, your team had performed. One of the first the, two. That was, was like your soft opening, Sunday right? Sunday or Tuesday, because we did two. Okay. Yeah. So, he brought that up, and I was just like, oh my god, you remembered my scene? Oh. You, Jim Swarley? Yeah. 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 I, I just love I just love receiving compliments from people, you know? The one of the things I think this 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 is a good a good ending point. Um, I hate ending the show because, like I said, I used to do this for two hours. And right. Gone. Matthew Matthew's first episode was six or three hours. Mm-hmm. Episode six. Right. So like, you, a man after my own heart, with the puns. Oh yeah, I I, I can barely remember like all the puns that I've made. You on made stage. so many. I know. And uh, it's fun. I love it. Some people hate it. I uh, I had one I had had one good pun on stage, that was like a a lights out pun. But like, the first thing I thought was like Dan would be so proud. Is that casual sets? Mm-hmm. But like, um, <clears throat> yeah, just just the puns. I love that you do puns. I love that puns are on that stage. Yeah, because you do them so well. Thank you. I I can't remember like a specific one I did. But because you do them. And I think as is the way of the pun, you do them so often that how could you remember one? Right. I do do them so And they're in the, they're just built into the scenes. You're basically every character, when you do a pun, they turn into a dad character. Mm. And now that's their character. Right. And it's it's awesome. I love it. Pun, puns are, you know, they're the, the highest form of comedy around. Out oh, 100%. Yeah. And uh, anyone who says differently is wrong. Right. Okay, so I'm thinking back to something I said, like, near the beginning of the podcast that I would get back to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was in a um, honor society, a theater honor society. Yes. Called Alpha Psi Omega. Ooh. Well, so I do have a background in acting. And I... That's right. I guess I guess because I had done your what was I thinking that I knew that. And I just like, well... So I, that was all from high school. That was when it was not... So like, you did it in college or post-college? I did it in college as, as well. Okay. But that was all from high school. That was me, like, getting tired of doing the same half an hour thing yeah. over and over and over again. That was basically, like, chronicles of me going crazy. Getting yeah. crazier and crazier. So you did it in college? Yes. And, like, like real, like, theater? Like real theater. Real theater. theater. Real theater, yep. Like, like, um... Actually, you just... I don't, I don't know real theater. Like Shakespeare. You've done Shakespeare? No. Well, yes. You could. You could have done Shakespeare I, I at that did time. A, I did Romeo and Juliet. Really? Uh, and, you know, this is the most backhanded compliment I've ever gotten. Ooh, the I director was like, I cast you as Romeo because you're you're the least likely person to be Romeo. I was like, thank you. But also, do you mean, like, a six-foot scrawny white dude? Basically, that sounds like what he means. I was like, "Wow, well, thank you very much for casting me." <laughs> Doesn't matter, had Romeo. Yeah, uh, DM uh, semicolon H R. <laughs> you know, perfect. Well, as a host, I have to be a host. Is there mm-hmm. anything we didn't cover that you wanted to cover? Where did Jensen come from? Okay, all right. So, yeah, this is a good good way to end it. So Jensen is- came from. Uh, the first set that my team had done where everybody was present. So, like, um, I was taking 501 at the time, 
So the Monday is from 5 to 7 time slot. Yeah. But our house team was scheduled to practice on Mondays from 5 to 7. So it's like I had to alternate, and everyone who was on that team and in 501, so there was, I think, four of us. Yeah. Uh, who were on, who were in 501 and also on the same house team that practiced the same night. So we all had to alternate. So for the first couple of weeks that we practiced, or the first couple of practices, it wasn't a full team. Uh, so it was during the set where, the very first set where we had the entire team there to practice. Um, there was like some fiddler on the roof type stuff happening. Um, like it, it's hard to des- uh, just to describe it because it's been so long since we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially, it was the scene that Jensen came from was a uh, three-person scene. It was me, Josh, and Pete. Uh, so three dudes who were oh yeah you were, you saw, <clears throat> saw that, that on the email blast. Pet, <laughs> Pet Cloutier. Cloutier. Yeah. So it was it was me, Josh, and Pet. It was uh, it was like the three dude the, the three murder beach people on that team. It was, oh. you know me, Josh, and you know the ugly guy Pete. Uh, we were on a on a, a, a three person you know uh, it was a dating scene where we were all like hey uh, and I think Michelle went on she was like all right you guys it's speed dating but by the time I come back two of you need to be dating but there was three of us on this on this in the scene so we were like well we should all date. Uh, what's your name? And like we were going, going around like asking each other's names. And when it came to me, I was like, my name is Jensen. And I was just like, I couldn't think of a name. I couldn't think of anything. So I was like, something that's like, I had Fiddler on the Roof in my head. Yeah. And I was like, I was thinking of something that might be. Not offensive, but also something similar to Fiddler on the Roof. And all I could think of was Jensen. It's a super interesting story of how the I team name came to I don't down. know what Jensen has to do with Fiddler on the Roof. So, it's spelled Y-E-N-S-I-N. I don't think anybody knows what Jensen has to do with Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, good. But I'm sure at some point in the history of that show, there has been somebody in the cast whose name, first or last... Has been Jensen. Wow. And as so eloquently, you were part of the name of the team. Yes. Which you should and do so appreciate. So proud. Yeah. All, all the kudos. Right. Thank you for giving me all the kudos. I will yeah. take them and I'll put them in a folder in marked kudos. Kudos I have received in 2018. <clears throat> Did you ever make it to the end of any of my episodes? I know that I have to pick something from <laughs> in here. Yes, and I will veto two of them All if right. they've been picked before and settle on the third. So you're like, what is the weirdest thing in here? Weirdest and then weird, you know, coolest, weirdest, whatever whatever catches your eye. You've had an hour to look around. A little longer, I think we went long, but like whatever. I had to figure what I want my show. That cardboard tube over there. No one's picked the cardboard tube. I will pull it out to the dismay of my cat. What do you think is in here? I think it's a poster. But I don't want to... I don't want to assume anything. Okay. What is that? Oh! Okay. Oh. <laughs> immediately. Immediately the cat just goes for it. What is it, Dan? Describe it. 
uh, you know, it's like a stick with a string attached to it, and on the end of the string, uh, is like a thing with a bunch of feathers. It's a cat toy, Dan! I know, I know it's a cat <laughs> toy. I was I explaining it, like, you told me to describe it. I told you to You didn't tell it. me to d- identify what I it was. I wanted to identify I would have said cat toy. You would have said cat toy immediately. Oh. Yep, Floyd's gonna want to play with that later. Thanks, Dan. It's all Floyd. You woke him up. He was taking a nap this whole time. He was. Any plugs, Dan? Plugs? Uh, yeah, sure. Let me, uh... Come see Jensen. Come see Jensen. Saturdays at Riot, 8 p.m. at the Coalition Theater. You you said it. Uh, Come see Riot. Come see uh, Murder Beach. Um, I think our next performance is next Thursday. So it's weird, because, like, uh, I'm signed up to perform twice next Thursday as part of Murder Beach. And then, as part of 501... You guys are still doing sets. Yeah, our 501 team, which is basically just the people on Murder Beach who took 501, plus or minus one or two people. I got to see that that set. That was a good set. Which one? The Bat? The 501. Okay. You guys did a Bat at the theater? We have done a Bat like Did they drop the lights? Yes. Oh, I And you'll be happy to know I did bring up Sonic the Hedgehog during that set. Um, but yeah, come see Murder Beach. So remember, uh, this comes out May 2nd. Okay, May 2nd? Okay, just kidding. I don't ha- we don't have anything lined up, uh, but yeah, if you do want to... Do you guys have a social media for Murder Beach? We do not. Well, if oh, you- oh, 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 so May 2nd. So when this comes out, if you're listening to this on May 2nd, uh, this upcoming Sunday... Murder Beach will be performing at the 2018 Charm City Comedy Festival up there in Baltimore, is. Maryland. So plug. if you want to make that three-hour drive and you're in Richmond... Or if you live in Baltimore Or if you already. live in Baltimore, <laughs> then, uh, then come see us. Uh, we'll be at that festival. Oh my gosh, that's uh, so cool. First and third... Uh, Jensen's first and third Saturdays of every month. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. The links are in the description. I already got them. Links in the description. DV Falarca. DV F-E-L-A-R-C-A. And if you want to friend me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Daniel Falarca Vivo. <laughs> I saw that. That was the funniest thing. I did that as a joke. It was because, so good. Because I saw like that a bunch of, uh, a bunch of like artists on YouTube had their like, had, they had like Lady Gaga Vivo. Vivo. And I was like, Dude, as a joke, I'm going to change mine to Daniel Falarca Vivo. It's permanent. Turns out you can only do that once. One time. So that's my, that's oh my, my name. Or that's my URL forever. Dude, it is so good. It so is, good. I like it. Dan, thanks for doing the show. Hey, Jonathan, thanks for having me. Yes. What a great epi. <laughs>